Welcome to the Led by Him podcast with your hosts, Julie Keith and Anna Borkovic. Join us as we explore what it looks like to be led by Him in our daily lives. We hope this podcast leaves you encouraged and emboldened in living a life cultivated by God. Welcome to episode two of the Led by Him podcast with Julie and Anna. And we are excited to be back with you today. Um, Today, we're going to share with you guys about what drew us closer to God in 2019. And Anna is going to share a little bit about what that will mean. So Julie and I are just going to talk about certain instances that happened in 2019 that we really feel like the Lord met us in and drew us into himself and gave us a new understanding of who he was or just a refreshed understanding of his love and his faithfulness to us. And then at the end, um, as we're going to continue on doing in the podcast to come, we are going to ask each other what is one thing that is life-giving to us for this week? So Julie, did you want to start first? Sure. Yeah. So um, when I started thinking about what drew me closer to God in 2019, a few things came up for me. Uh, The first one was that I feel like I've really had a deep, passion or God's given me a deep passion for um, the Bible, his word. And I've always been interested in it, but I really feel like in 2019, I, I just wanted to read it. I wanted to read it more. Even when I was doing Bible reading, my time would kind of be done for my reading for the day would be finished. I still wanted to read more. Had I, have I not had kids that were coming down the stairs to say good morning? Um, I could just sit there all day and, and read it and learn and just take notes. And it's just been neat to see because that hasn't always been the case. And I do feel like as I've been intentional about reading, I have just been growing more and understanding God and knowing um, more of who he is and what his character is like. I've also been doing the um, chronological, a chronological reading of the Bible. I actually started last summer and it's taken me a while. I'm only in Joshua, <laughs> but <laughs> I have kept going on it despite um, my inconsistencies. And yeah, it's just really been an encouragement to me and seeing how um, my spirit, I think, in my heart has started to change through really spending time in the word a lot of days, not every day, but I would say a lot, a lot more than I ever have before. So that's been really cool. I can just relate in that when I am in the word more regularly, I just feel the presence of God or just like a, a piece that I notice when I'm not in the word is not there. And I think that that's just a testament to how the word is living and active. And um, I think that's really cool that you, that you've been experiencing that. Um, when you find yourself, like you said, you started it last year. How do you move forward when you haven't been reading it every single day? Like, do you beat yourself up or are you like, do you show grace to yourself? What does that look mm-hmm. like? I, I do show grace in the sense that um, if it's not first thing in the morning, 
I don't beat myself up for that. I do think for me that's the best time of day, but there are, I mean, I have little kids. There's times I'm up a lot at night and um, I just don't get up when I'm, when I need to, to have that time, but I give myself grace. And then I do though, try to make it a priority in the day. And so that is something, especially moving forward in 2020, I've kind of told myself, like, once I get that first pocket of free time, whether, whether the kids are awake or not, I think that's the other thing is that Mm -hmm. I think you have to let go a little bit of this perfection that your quiet time is going to be this completely Zen moment when your candles are lit and your coffee's hot and, you know, your house is perfectly quiet because that's just not the case. A lot of times, even when I get up early, sometimes kids come down. Um, So I think letting go of that a little bit. And there's times it's during, I don't know, you know, playtime or we've had extra time in the morning. So I try to squeeze in some, or it's during rest time. I try to make it like the first thing I do when I get a little bit of time to myself. And um, that has kind of given me like that freedom to not be so hard on myself about it, but still make it a priority day to day now there are days where it doesn't happen and but I have been trying to be more consistent on it um whenever I get that first opportunity and also with the bible app (laughs) I feel like there's not really an excuse given the amount of time we spend on our phones every day even if I don't have my physical bible Mm -hmm. I can open up the bible app it tells me what I'm supposed to be reading and Mm -hmm. I can go read it so sitting in a doctor's appointment you know maybe it's not that perfect sitting on my couch taking notes time but it's, I think that still is impactful for us. I love that because when you were saying like the perfect quiet time, right? When your house is quiet and it's like 5 a.m. and you have hot coffee. Like I always <laughs> think of that. It's still dark outside and you're cozied yeah. up with a blanket. Um, but I feel like that's one thing that the Lord has been showing me is that society has kind of put those like quiet time boundaries on what it looks like to spend mm-hmm. that quality time with the Lord. And, um, and it's a little, to be a little legalistic, you know, to think about it in that sense. And so I have found a lot of freedom in like going for a walk midday and just praying or having a conversation yes. with the Lord and meeting him in that place and him meeting me there or, you know, I don't know, like a worship song that's just speaking to my heart in that moment and considering that also um, a time to connect. But I I did like what you said about the amount of time that we are on social media or just like on our phones in general, mm-hmm. how much time we yeah. can waste um, utilizing that. Yeah, for... and I think it, it's like the same for praying. I don't sometimes I get through like my reading my Bible and then kids are awake. And I can't really sit there and like pray for the next 20 minutes. Um, and so sometimes that happens in my car or when I wake up in the middle of the night and I can't sleep or in the shower. And I think that's all okay. You know, I think it, my intention is to have like that purposeful prayer time too, but it just sometimes by the time I get to that point in the day, it's, everyone's awake and I can't really just sit there and pray out loud for a while. So that's what um, helped me in my journey. <laughs> of the quiet time and then just um you know having a passion for it I do think the more you dig into it I think God will honor that and just give you more of that wanting to like know him more and read the bible yeah I definitely agree with that that's really cool thanks for sharing all that yeah I would love for you to tell us um one way he 
drew you closer and then I can share one and then you can do the your last one. Yeah, so for me, I think the one that I really want to touch on in this episode is just my anxiety with, or my struggle with anxiety. Um, so I would say like in 2013 is when my anxiety really took off. And then I struggled with it for a while and then got it under control. And um, and then it decided to like resurface this past last year, 2019, probably I don't know. I want to say like earlier in the year. Um, And that was a really, a really hard season for me. I think I really desperately wanted to try to control it. And I wanted to be like, no, I'm better than this. And like, this isn't going to affect me. Um, I've already overcome this. And like, please, Lord, don't bring, don't bring it back. Like, take it away from me, Mm -hmm. Um, which wasn't the case. Like it, it continued to um, just like penetrate all areas of my life I felt like and became um just a really just a huge stronghold over me um to the point where I eventually had to like come open-handed and and get back on medication which was something that my pride like didn't want I did not want to go back on medication I wanted to be able to heal it and cope with it naturally um which wasn't the case and I am still on medication for it and I'm so thankful now that I decided to get back on because I feel like it gave me the peace and the sanity and the um the wherewithal to then really look internally and see what was going on um but all that to say I think it it was an opportunity for the Lord to draw me into him and to remind me that in my weakness, he is strong and that I can rely upon him and I can take refuge in him. Um, and, and just how loving of a father he really is to us, um, through, through the difficulties and how good he is, even when life doesn't seem super good. So I feel like that was a really, a really hard thing that I went through in 2019. Um, of just feeling defeated, but then the Lord being really merciful and really gracious to me through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, being on the other, not on the other end, but as someone that, you know, was trying to help support you through it. I was just so proud of the way you handled it. And I think you did use it um, and as an opportunity to turn to God and, you know, trust him that, I mean, medication wasn't your first choice, but I think seeing how you are now versus how you were then is a pretty, like, amazing thing to have. Just, I think you're much more peaceful. Mm. And, um, yeah, I think it's a good reminder that uh, we just don't always know. Like, we can't always know why God's like, why am I going to have to go back on medicine? Like, why is this just not cured? But. I think you have helped people in that journey by being so open about it. So I know that's been a big blessing to me. Well, thank you for your kind words and just your support and encouragement throughout that, that period. That was pretty rough for, I think all parties involved, but um, I think that's one thing that like for so long, I, and I know I will continue to struggle with this, but in those moments of like, God, where are you? You feel so far, like, if you love me, take this away from me. But sometimes his love for us is allowing us to go through that to then sanctify us in, in growing, um, in our, 
and our admiration and our love for him and um, pruning the areas of our life that maybe we need to let go of. And that doesn't always look pretty or that doesn't always look how we want it. But in the end, just really trusting in his plan for us and knowing that he has our best interests in mind. And that's, I think that this go around with anxiety really taught me that. And just how you never know, like how he's going to use that story. Like, being able to talk to other people about my anxiety and encourage them in their struggles has been really cool to see that. And also I think it's just our, our broken bodies, you know, it's a, it's sin that lives in the world and Mm -hmm. reminds us of our humanness and our brokenness. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. Did you, um, have anything else you wanted to share that you feel like the Lord has shown you or? Yeah, I had one more. Um, so this summer I had the opportunity to start doing some consulting work of the type of work I used to do before I, not, well, I did it a little with my first daughter, but um, I hadn't done it in a couple of years. And so anyway, I got plugged back into that as something I could do pretty much from home and it's really flexible. So it's been a great opportunity. But one of the first jobs I took on was um, doing a pretty like intense role that I hadn't done in probably three years. And I, I knew it was something I like wanted to take on and it was a good time for us in this season of life. It was the summer, the kids were off. I had help with them. Um, But I did find myself just doubting a lot of my ability or just being like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I took this on. How am I going to do this, et cetera. A lot of that headspace was just going crazy. And um, I just remember the verse that kept coming to me was Philippians um, 4.13, which says, you know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I actually really never thought about that verse in relation to like work. Mm Mm-hmm. But I really did rely on that strength to, like, write emails and lead meetings and know what to do next because I just felt so out of my element that I knew I had to lean on Christ to just know what to do next. And it was, as hard as it was, it was a really cool experience to just feel him, like, literally strengthening me to do the work and um with it like just coming out you know a good ending and a good finish and all that and then how that verse has just even um you know cascaded into stuff with my kids and marriage and housework and all those things that they seem so menial sometimes and draining and if you know if I hear my kids fight one more time you know I think oh my gosh but it is just like leaning into uh, Christ and knowing that he can strengthen us for really any situation. And I don't know, it was just that verse like really came alive for me this past year. And along with that, I feel like uh, along with having been reading the Bible, I'm just memorizing verses more like more verses are like popping into my head at times when I need them, which I love. So that's, uh, that's other like kind of minor thing, but it's been just a good, it was a good experience in 2019 to feel that power of Christ really working in my life and 
kind of an interesting way through work, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think of two things when you say that. And I think the first thing is that like any situation that we're in or anything, any new chapter we're starting, the Lord has like set our feet there. And so mm-hmm. like, it's really him going before us. So he's given us all that we need in him. And I think that he proved that to you, you know, through you starting that over and stepping into that new role role as a mom and a wife and everything else that you do. And then the other thing is just what you said, like you had really never thought about that verse in that way and how, when we need like for certain seasons, God like opens our heart and our minds to, to a specific verse that we already knew, but shines a new light on it. I think that's Mm -hmm. so loving and, and really cool yeah yeah and it's I don't know it's something it was just cool seeing God work like hey I know this seems like a lot for you but trust in me and I'm gonna help you through it and I I felt that (laughs) so I don't know it's like a very tangible way of experiencing him yeah Um, and I want to be better this year at writing down ways like writing down things like that that you look back and you really feel like wow I really saw God move in that area or I prayed about that and you know it happened or or you know just it didn't happen and now I see why it didn't happen and that was really a blessing um but you know I was in the old testament they would put up altars as remembrances for like Mm -hmm. ways God moved and I think, like, how often in our lives do we do that with things that God did in our lives? And not a physical altar, obviously, but maybe it's a notebook where we're kind of writing down stuff um, that, we, you know, we really experience God's hand in and reminding ourselves of that when the days when we're like, gosh, I feel like God doesn't hear me or, he's, you know, I haven't seen anything in this area or whatever. But, um, yeah, it'll just always be something that kind of sticks with me, so. Yeah. Did you have anything else you wanted to share? No, I think, I think, I mean, there were a lot of different little things, but I really think that, um, my struggle with anxiety was a really, it was affecting, you know, my life as, as a whole and my marriage and my relationships and just my everyday life. And so, no, I feel like that was really, um, a, a pivotal moment of just seeing God's goodness and I still contend with it and I I'm probably will or I'm I have the you know it could be something that sticks with me my entire my entire life but um but there is peace and there is hope in it more now than there used to be for sure and what I mean what do you think about the fact that so many people have anxiety now and we'll probably cover we'll probably like do an episode on anxiety but um I feel like the statistics are pretty crazy with how many people struggle with it now. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I definitely, I'm pretty open about it. So I do have conversations with, I feel like a good handful of people who also struggle with it too. And I think that there's a handful of things, I think definitely chemical imbalances in the brain, but I also think that it's our society. I think it's our lifestyles. I think it's the go, go, go. You're not enough mentality that we struggle with uh, because of social media. I think it's a lot of screen time. I think it's poor diets and um, trauma that is held in the body that 
has not been healed or worked through. I think it's, I think it's a lot of different things that can, can, that can play into it. And I think that's one cool thing that the Lord has been leading me on is looking into what it could maybe be Uh for me Uh and getting a little more curious, you know, as to why um, I contend with this and not, I don't have expectations that I'll know the answer, but I think through learning and researching and trying to have a better understanding, um, my knowledge will grow in how to maybe better combat my anxiety. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's a lot of different factors, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've even had some, um, not, not to your, uh, level, but you know, I think when you become a parent too, not everyone faces that, but I definitely have felt that a little bit. So it's, I mean, I think even if people haven't had it as badly, everyone faces it in some capacity. So I think we definitely will do an episode just on, I don't know, things that have helped you yeah. or even me, you know, but yeah. And if I'm being honest, I think a lot of it for me, and this is pretty vulnerable I've like done Instagram posts about it but I think a lot of fear of man um, for me drives my anxiety Mm. at a core level Yeah, of just wanting approval or seeking approval or what do people think of me Um, yeah you know so I mean I think even and I put this in I've been sharing about our podcast Um, part of I think not even starting it for so long was what am I going to say? And what are people going to think? And they're probably, you know, all those things you, <laughs> you think. Yeah. That are so silly, but they stop you from doing what you've maybe been called to do for a while. So. Yeah. Totally relate there. That's real for a lot of people. Well, uh, <laughs> let's jump to our final question and Wrap it up. So this week, I would love to know, what is life-giving to you? Um, Okay, so kind of two-part, but the first part is a new podcast I've been listening to. I think it's called BEMA, B-E-M-A podcast. Mm -hmm. Is that how they say it? BEMA, yeah. Yeah. So I heard about it from a pastor at my church. She shared it in her sermon. And um, it's this guy, Marty Solomon, who is going through really the whole Bible, starting from Genesis, um, from more of a Eastern perspective of what the authors of the Bible from like a Jewish perspective were talking about in the Bible. And so I'm really, I won't let I'm still in Genesis, but it's very interesting to just hear the different translations and what words meant and some of the bigger pictures that I had not caught on to myself. And so that I've been listening to. And then the second little part is I'm going to see one of my best friends in Nashville on Friday for like um, kind of a kid free weekend. So I'm super excited to go do that. (laughs) That's going to be so much fun. Yeah. I'm I love going to new cities and I've been to Nashville, which I love Nashville because I love like live music and it's yes. just so fun. But I also love like all the good food. Mm-hmm. I love going to new places and eating new foods. <laughs> so 
I'm excited to spend time with her and go do fun things together. I'm excited yeah. that you guys get to do that too. That's going to yeah. be really fun. Yeah. Um, what and, about you? Or go ahead. No, I was going to say, and thanks to you sending me that podcast. I agree. I just, I feel like my mind so is blown <laughs> with every episode that I listen to. It's really cool to have a new perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it makes sense because the Bible was written by Jewish people. Yeah. I mean, so I think he explained it in one of the first episodes, but it's like, what was that song he had? Um, <laughs> there's like some little tune that he was saying, if you play it on like, Oh, Mary know, had a little lamb. Yeah. And if you play it like on a certain side of the piano, it sounds one way. And if you play it on the other side of the piano, it sounds another way. But if you put it together, you're like, mm-hmm. Oh, it's Mary had a little lamb. Yeah. And that's a lot of the way it is with the Bible, like the Western perspective, the Eastern perspective, I think for a long time have been very separate. And for me, this is like bringing them together a little bit and just giving me a different perspective. And I really appreciate it. So yeah, we can um, share that, what it's called in our show notes. <laughs> yeah. 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 I've, I've loved listening to it. Um, I think our friends here would like to listen to it too, probably. Um, What is life giving to me right now? What is life giving? I have this weekend off and I love when I have weekends off because Cameron and I get to just like spend time together and I get to have an easy weekend of just like really relaxing and doing whatever we want to do and not rushing around. So I'm just really looking forward to that. I feel like, this week has just seemed long to me. so It has. It seems like it's a day ahead or something. Yeah. The weather here, too, in Texas has been, like, real crazy. So. Oh. Yeah. And just, like, rainy and and it's cold. So, I think, yeah, having a slow weekend together will just be really, really exciting. Even though nothing yeah. crazy is going on. But. With your puppy. Yeah. Cool. Well. I think that's all we have for today. All right. Well, thanks for listening and we'll meet you here next week. All right. Bye. All right. Bye.